Social Zoom Factor, episode 224. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life Zoomed. Are you ready to take your new idea to fruition? One of the first things you need to do is get your business online. Our partner HostGator can take you from zero to turbo fast. Download their Get Online the Easy Way ebook and receive a coupon code for 30% off any new hosting package. Simply visit socialzoomfactor.com slash hostgator easy or simply text hostgator to 33444. The Marketing Nuts Agency helps companies transform their social and digital business from the inside out. Visit their website at www.themarketingnutswithaz.com for a client list, case studies, and some amazing free resources to get you started down the path of success. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, today we are talking about one of my favorite platforms, which is Twitter. And we are going to talk about how you can humanize your tweets. So this is going to be a pretty straightforward, easy to understand podcast that I'm hoping will help the most advanced Twitter users all the way to those who maybe are brand new to Twitter and are thinking, what the heck am I going to tweet about? So I am going to talk today about 10 strategies and tips that you can utilize starting immediately, as in today, as in now, as in as soon as you're done listening to this podcast, or maybe even while you're listening to this podcast, things that you could do that are going to make your tweets more human. Because the thing you need to understand when you are utilizing platforms like social media, just because you can do a certain thing doesn't mean that you should, okay? Just because you could automate your Twitter feed so that you tweet automatically, auto-tweet scheduled out for the next seven days, 24 hours a day, automated tweets that you planned 30 days ago and you never engaged as a human doesn't mean that you should. Just because you can send automated direct messages to every person who follows you, telling them that they should come check out your blog and your LinkedIn profile and your Facebook profile doesn't mean that you should. You need to be careful of automation. You need to be careful of utilizing the social networks to just brag about you, you, you. And you need to be thinking about how can I leverage social media to establish that leadership, to build relationships, to make sure that people are knowing, liking me, trusting me, wanting to come closer to my brand and to my business. It's not just about getting 
people to notice you. It's not about us being the loudest person on Twitter that we can possibly be. We want to be known as the person who provides the most value, right? That is the most human, that connects with people in the most human ways. And I've done a ton of education in the past about brand humanization. So if you are new to brand humanization, I encourage you to check out some of my past episodes. Uh, Episode 220 I recently did was how to humanize your brand with data and social insights. And I have some episodes of, you know, brand humanization in a nutshell. I encourage you to check those out and I will make sure that I put links to all of those episodes episodes on the show notes page for this podcast, which is socialzoomfactor.com slash 224, because this is episode 224. But let's go ahead and dig in and let's talk about specific tactical ways that you can make your tweets more human. And the benefits of this are that you are going to connect as a human being with the people who read your tweets. You're going to inspire them to want to connect with you, to be in your community, to trust you, to maybe even buy from you, or to be an evangelist of you and your brand. When you invest in other humans, you bring them closer to you right? So we can never go wrong by investing in the humans who are within our communities. We can never go wrong by investing in other people. So tip number one is that we need to listen more than we talk. And when I first started out on the social media uh, waves and Twitter was one of my first platforms Facebook, I was on, I think, right when Facebook launched and I was working at Sun Microsystems at the time. And I remember we used Facebook. We were required to use it because we were doing a project and we were all headed, all of the marketers were headed off to an international event and they required us to use Facebook. And then the second network that I hopped on was um, Twitter. And before that, way before Facebook was even LinkedIn, but Twitter was... I got on Twitter in 2009 and I'll tell you when I first got on Twitter, I did nothing but listen. And I remember when we first started our business, I spent almost six months just listening and understanding the social ecosystem. Now, if you are new to Twitter, you're probably thinking, I didn't know that there was a listen button on Twitter. So I'm not talking literally plugging in your headphones and listening on Twitter, though now there is video and audio that can be published on Twitter. So you could physically listen to something. But back in the day when we first started on Twitter, you couldn't listen to anything. It was just read. But when I'm referring to the word listen on Twitter. What I'm referring to is reading between the lines. So looking and understanding and and listening with the heart, you know, seeking to understand what, read between the lines. What are people trying to tell you? What are they talking about? What are they saying that they need? How are they talking about you and your brand? How are they talking about your industry, the niche that you work in? Maybe your competition, maybe, you know, other surrounding products and services and business and partners and products that are in your industry. 
industry and ecosystem, the more that you can understand the way that people are engaging, the way that they're speaking, the way that they're interacting and and listen to know what it is they need and they want, the more you are going to be able to serve them. Tip number two is that you need to care, okay? So before you can show value, you need to have it in your heart to care, right? And I always say you can't fake being relevant and you can't fake caring. If you do not listen and you do not in your heart care about what your audience is doing, you don't care about whether they succeed or not and whether they see value in the time that you're spending online and helping them, people are going to see right through it, right? If you get on and you jump onto Twitter and you're just blasting URLs about yourself all day long, guess what? People are going to see that. They are going to know that you are all about yourself. So you need to be very careful when it comes to listening and to caring and make sure that your heart and your mind is at the right place. With that, number three is simply being available. I know these sound simple, but they're really important, okay? Being available means you are carving out time to engage, okay? So you are carving out time to make sure that you are interacting as a human, Every day, no matter how busy I am, it doesn't matter how many meetings I have, I find time during the day, even if it's at night, to make sure that I am engaging. And yes, I leverage some automation. We make sure that our Twitter feed is always, you know, pumping with awesome content from third parties and partners and clients and our own content. But I always, every single day, do my best to carve out time to make sure that I am engaging as a human. Now, what does that mean? That means that I'm communicating. That means I'm responding to tweets, that I am available. I am, I am interacting in a human way, in a real time way. All right. I'm making myself available and I wouldn't be able to engage and respond and reply if I wasn't listening because I wouldn't know that people were even talking to me. So you're going to have to educate yourself on some of the tools for that. I've done quite a few podcasts and blog posts on that, and we'll be digging into that more in the future as well. Number four is to simply think before you tweet, right? And I always use the phrase, if you wouldn't tweet it to your mama, don't tweet it to your audience. So just think about what it is you're tweeting because a tweet does not just stay on Twitter. So it's like what happens on Twitter oftentimes goes to Facebook, goes to LinkedIn, goes to the media, the television, goes to, you know, massive media. People have been in hot water from one single tweet. It only takes a few seconds for somebody to screen capture that tweet. So think before you tweet. And there are some trolls that live on Twitter, bullies that live on Twitter as they do any other social network. And no matter what somebody is saying to you, just as you would in responding to an email, just as you would in responding to somebody in real life, you need to take a deep breath. And if you're thinking about writing that nasty tweet back to them, walk away from your computer, right? Think about what you're saying. The things you tweet about matter. And I don't want you to think I'm telling you to be perfect. Every tweet doesn't need to be 
absolutely perfect. We need to embrace imperfect perfection. But at the same time, particularly if you're doing Twitter for business and even Twitter to build your personal brand, you need to be thinking before you tweet. Number five is to do your research, okay? Know the ecosystem, know your audience. Speak in the language that your target customer, your followers, your audience understands. Speak in the words that they expect to hear from you. Don't just hop on Twitter and take your, you know, old time corporate collateral from 1999 and translate that document into 150 tweets for the next 30 days. Okay. That's not what we want to do. We want to make sure, and that's why tip number one was to listen. So to do your research and to know the ecosystem, when you start tweeting, I want you to start to feel comfortable that you know what's happening in that ecosystem. You know what your audience wants and needs from you, and then prioritize that content based on how you are going to prioritize and serve the needs of that audience. Now, if you need help prioritizing your audiences, make sure you download the worksheet that we have. It's based on the Forrester Post methodology. Just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash audience and it will really help you in this area. Now, I know we're getting deep into some content here on humanizing your tweets. Please take a moment and listen to a few words from our sponsors and we will be right back. The new year brings a time for evaluation, reflection, and planning. As an entrepreneur, you know your product, your target market, and how you are going to differentiate from competition to achieve success. One thing that often gets forgotten, though, is the online foundation. Do you have the right digital foundation to build a structurally sound business, or are you building on sand and hoping it will hold? Successful businesses are built on steady ground. You need a blueprint for success, curb appeal, and security. Our partner HostGator can help you do this and more. Download their business builder kit, inclusive of nine steps for planning your website, 10 mistakes to avoid on your homepage, and three easy steps to protect your website from hackers. Simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash hostgatorbiz or text hostgatorbiz to 33444. Again, that is socialzoomfactor.com com slash host gator biz or text host gator biz to three three four four four. I'm back. Okay. Tip number six to humanize your tweets is to vary the type of content that you share. So don't just always tweet text. You can share images. And did you know that images are processed by the human brain more than 60,000 times faster than text alone. Isn't that crazy? So make sure you integrate images, videos, audio, and remember the images don't have to be all business, okay? Even if you're doing Twitter for business, to humanize your brand, share images of your team, share video of your team, share share video of you talking and maybe sharing tips and strategies, share um, adventures that you go out even on the weekends or share, you know, team events that you may be doing at an outing, maybe events that you're hosting or events that you're attending, even if 
you're investing in yourself and learning and you're at a seminar or you're at a trade show or wherever that may be, share that adventure with your fans. They love to see it. They love you to take them places where they are not. And sometimes things that may seem so simple to you can actually really provide value to those who you're taking on their journey. And particularly when people don't live in your state or they don't live in your city or they haven't heard that speaker before, you'd be amazed how much they like to see that content. So, you know, try to shake it up a little bit in sharing content. Did you know that quotes are the number one shared content on Twitter? So share quotes quotes from your favorite authors, share quotes that inspire you, that speak to who you are, what you're thinking, what your brand is, how you like to help people. It really, truly will help humanize your brand. And when I first stepped into the world of Twitter, I did a lot of listening. I did a lot of curation of third-party content, which we're going to talk about here in a minute. And I, a lot of the tweets I shared at the beginning were either data-backed, so they were a lot of stats, they were very educational, or they were very human, right? So they were human. I was sharing who I was. I was sharing quotes and different forms of content to engage different members of my audience in different ways, right? And I can remember there's a serial entrepreneur that we started working with right when we started up our first agency. And he found us originally from a Friday follow tweet that somebody else had tweeted to follow me. And that was something people used to do a lot. Some people still do it today where they'll they'll tweet a tweet and they'll put the hashtag FF for Friday follow. And then they'll put a list of names for people that they recommend you follow. So he had seen a tweet from somebody that he followed. I think he had like 50 followers at the time, my our client. And the person had recommended that he followed me. Well, he followed me and he went to my Twitter profile and he saw that I had tweeted a blog post from Harvard Business Review and it was about taking risks as an entrepreneur, okay? So it was sharing content from a third party and then I had some quotes that he really liked and they were about taking risk and about entrepreneurship. He followed me for six months and followed our agency for six months before he contacted us, okay? So you never know who's watching you and you never know how maybe a quote is activating them to contact you or how a a post from a third party is showing that you are educating yourself as well. So later he became our client. We've now helped him with multiple businesses that he owns and runs, including an airline and all uh, home construction company and pizza companies and franchising organizations. So all different sorts of organizations that he manages that we've helped him with. And it all started with just a few tweets. Okay. So vary that content and connect with people in multiple ways right? You can connect with one human being in multiple ways. You can stroke an emotional cord. You can strike an intellectual cord, that community cord, empowerment cord, all in one tweet. Number seven is to speak with, not at your audience and have a goal to engage. So when you are tweeting, if you're wanting to humanize your brand and humanize your tweets, you want to remember you're speaking with your audience, not necessarily at them. A huge difference. So have a goal that you want to engage your audience. You want to 
activate them. You want to inspire them to take action. I always say inspire, connect, achieve. And when we inspire our audiences to connect with us with a goal of helping them achieve their goals, we then achieve ours by default. Okay. So when you inspire your audience to download your white paper, if you know that white paper is going to help them achieve their goals, then you are helping them. You're empowering them. If you're just trying to send them to a sales page, so they buy from you, you're trying to activate them, but that may not necessarily empower them, inspire them. So you want to make sure you're speaking with them, not at them, and that you're not always just having a goal to sell something, okay? Number eight is goes right along with this, giving more than you get. So you need to look at your tweets, and I encourage you to do a, a little mini audit. If you are already on Twitter, would you want to read your Twitter profile? Go look at your last hundred tweets that you've sent, okay? Would you, and think of in the head as your target audience, your target customer, would you as your target customer see value from your tweets or do you look like you're all about yourself? So are your tweets giving more than you're getting? Are are your tweets helping your audience be inspired, feel connected to you and want to engage with you? If they're not, you really need to be thinking about what you're sharing. Number nine is to share third-party content. So don't be afraid to share content from a third party including your competition. Make sure you're sharing content from industry leaders, from top publications. Um, This is going to humanize you and show that you are taking time to do research and you're not just sharing content that's all about yourself because it's all about the OPC, you know me, baby, not to be confused with the song OPP. So I'll make sure that I link to a past episode that we did on the OPC, other people's content and other people's community. The more that you can share other people's content, the more you are going to also establish thought leadership and showing that you are able to curate the best of the best content in your industry to help your target customer and your audience grow as a human and as a business. Last but not least, number 10, this is so important in brand humanization, is making sure that you have a human profile, that your picture is of you, that you have not just a logo. So at some point, there may come a time that you need to have your personal brand embedded into the DNA of your company. Now, if you are a solopreneur, you may have one Twitter profile that is a logo and is your business, and you may have one that's your personal profile, or you may have one that is everything together. Now, I encourage you, regardless if you're in a large organization or a solopreneur, that you really think about setting up a Twitter profile that is for yourself as a human being, okay? Because regardless of what companies you own, what companies you manage, you partner with, with, you work within, you are you. There's only one you. So you need to also build that brand of you. And we are rolling out a class very soon on personal branding. And this will be part of our social profit factor 
training platform. And I encourage you to go register at socialprofitfactor.com so you can be an early founding member there. We're going to have some incredible deals for people who sign up early. But make sure you are humanizing that profile picture. I want to see your bright, smiling face. Um, Use colors that represent you and your brand and what you stand for, how you want people to feel when they come in contact with your brand, as well as the header image that you can put up on Twitter, the colors that you're using for the links and everything else. So there you have it. 10 tips to humanize your tweets in a nutshell. I could talk about this topic forever and ever, but I'm not going to. This podcast has to end at some point. So thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I hope that this podcast has given you some immediate value some things you can implement immediately into your business and into the way that you're tweeting so that you can better humanize and connect with other human beings that you are wanting to do business with. So please make sure you check out the show notes for links to tons of other episodes and resources that will help you in this area. Just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 224. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.